Is this frequency in use? Welcome to Southgate Vibes, a selection of the latest stories direct from Southgate Amateur Radio News. I'm Steve Richards, Golf 4 Hotel Papa Echo, and in this podcast, you're going to hear my personal picks of what is happening in amateur radio and the wider world of communications. Whether you're just starting out in ham radio or an experienced operator spinning around the spectrum for those rare and sometimes strange signals, I hope you'll find something to entertain you here. Welcome to Southgate Vibes. Hello, and thanks for dropping by. You've landed on podcast number 48. Well, it won't be long before our 50th edition. Who knows what treats are in store? Uh, Well, I don't yet. (laughs) Now, our first item will, I suspect, give rise to a range of viewpoints, because it seems to me that when it comes to contesting, the amateur radio world is not exactly united on the subject. The popularity of the Q0100 amateur radio satellite cannot be denied. Now, the operators are going to allow contesting via its transponder. On April the 4th, AMSAT DL opened the Q0100 narrowband satellite transponder to general contest operation in the upper mixed mode range. This coming weekend, April the 10th and 11th, we'll see the Yuri Gagarin contest working via the satellite. The contest area on the Q0100 geostationary satellite for both CW and single sideband operation is uplink area 2400.370 MHz to 2400.490 MHz and the downlink area is 10489.870 MHz to 10489.990 MHz. Of course, the usual Q0100 narrowband transponder guidelines also apply here. Therefore, the bandwidth should still be limited to 2.7 kHz and the transmitting power should be reduced so that only as much power as necessary should be used. You can read the AMSAT DL announcement and see the band plan at amsat-dl.org forward slash en. The Yuri Gagarin International DX Contest 2021 is dedicated to the memory of Yuri Gagarin, who made the first human flight through space on April 12, 1961. The contest runs from 21 hours UTC on April 10 until 21 hours UTC on April 11, and the contest rules can be seen at golfcharlie.qst.ru forward slash en. You are listening to Southgate Vibes with me, Steve, G4 Hotel Papa Echo. It's all about radio and the wider world of communications. I've picked out some of the latest stories from Southgate Amateur Radio News, and you can find a lot more by going to southgatearc.org. 
It's not long now before we come to 2021's International Marconi Day. I'm sure there'll be lots of activity on the amateur bands, and over in Southern Ireland, preparations are well underway. Over in Ireland, the Southeastern Amateur Radio Group, Echo India 2 Whiskey Romeo Charlie, will be active using the callsign Echo India 2 India Mike Delta on Saturday, April the 24th, as an official Marconi station for the International Marconi Day 2021. The station will be active solely from Tremor, County Waterford. Tremor has a direct connection with Marconi as he often stayed there with his aunt, a Mrs Cookman, who resided at The Cove, Tremor. Due to the current travel situation, the organisers, the Cornish Radio Amateur Club, have allowed the EI2WRC members to run the special call from their own homes. A special QSL card will be made available once printed. More details will be made known in the coming weeks. Keep an eye on the EI2IMDQRZ page. And for more information on International Marconi Day on April the 24th, go to www.golfxray4charlieromeocharlie.com. The only other aero station currently listed on the International Marconi Day site is Echo India Zero Mike Alpha Romeo from the Martello Tower at Houth in Dublin. Staying over in Ireland for the time being, a new club has just been launched. Aimed at shortwave listeners, or SWLs, meetings are currently taking place online. By the way, the rather out-of-date term shortwave listener doesn't only apply to those who listen to HF frequencies for broadcast, utility and amateur signals. But these days, listeners scour the entire spectrum from LF to microwave, looking for interesting signals. A new club to cater for the needs of shortwave listeners and aspiring radio amateurs was launched during the week in the Republic of Ireland. The club is called the National Shortwave Listeners Club and is currently running the Harek online class that commenced on Tuesday last March the 30th. And this class runs for eight weeks on Tuesdays and Thursdays. There's been another massive demand for the classes and 65 prospective radio amateurs are attending the class on the Zoom platform. Revision nights continue weekly on Wednesdays for the two classes that recently finished their courses and will run until they can sit an examination that will hopefully be held soon, depending on progress made in controlling the COVID-19 pandemic. The new Shortwave Listener Club will meet on Sunday nights at 8pm on the Zoom platform and will provide a forum where newcomers and others can meet and improve on their experiences in our wonderful hobby. The club is affiliated to the Irish Radio Transmitters Society. Inquiries about the club, for the time being, can be directed to herricktraining at gmail.com. You are listening to Southgate Vibes with me, Steve, G4 Hotel Papa Echo. Spanning the Atlantic on any amateur band is a bit of a challenge for the average radio ham, but even in these times of solar minimum, it's not all that hard using a decent antenna on the HF bands. But what about VHF? With the huge interest in the JST data modes and their capability to exchange information at very weak signal levels, might it be possible to actually get across the pond to Canada from Western Europe using the 144 MHz band? Well, an interesting experiment is being set up to find out. 
John Desmond, Echo India 7 Golf Lima, writes in his blog about the Victor Oscar 1 Foxtrot Mike monitoring station in St John's, Newfoundland, that will soon be listening for transatlantic FT8 signals in the 2-metre band. The receiver will be using SDR console version 3 and WSJTX. It will report to the PSK Reporter website using the callsign Victor Oscar 1 Foxtrot November. The station will be located in St. John's, Newfoundland, and will use two stacked 5-element 144 MHz LFAQ quad-style Yagis from Innov Antennas. The antennas will be pointing at Western Europe, and the receiver will be listening on 144.174 MHz, which is the FT8 frequency. In his blog, John asks, is transatlantic on 144 MHz possible? Well, the distance across the North Atlantic between Newfoundland and Ireland is just over 3,000 kilometres. This is well beyond the normal 2,300 kilometres or so range for normal sporadic E or meteor scatter. And it seems unlikely that this distance would be spanned by a single marine tropo duct going all the way across. But it's not impossible. The North Atlantic is not noted for its fine calm weather, and there is always some low-pressure system somewhere in there stirring things up. The station is expected to start monitoring 144.174 MHz from the end of May. And you can catch up with it all on John's blog at ei7golflima.blogspot.com. Well, that's it for this time. You've been listening to Southgate Vibes, stories about amateur radio and the world of communications from Southgate Amateur Radio News. You can find these stories and many more daily reports at our website, southgatearc.org. Don't forget, we'd love to hear from you. You can get in touch by sending an email to vibes at southgatearc.org. So until next time, this is Steve Richards, G4 Hotel Papa Echo, signing off and wishing you best 7-3.